Yo, what's really good? It's your main man, Sean Little from the No Catch Up Podcast. Wanted to send a reminder. Make sure you rate and review No Catch Up available everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, No Catch Up is on there. Make sure you tell everyone it's the best sports podcast in the world. Drop that five-star review. Pass the links to the homies. Let everybody know. You know the deal. No Catch Up. Sports Talk via Chicago. Lock in. No Catch Up. No Catch Up. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I'm your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick with me as always. It's Tuesday morning, so we're here. NFL, man. Last week we talked about where Watson would go. He's now in Cleveland. We're going to talk about that deal. 230 M's, all guaranteed five-year deal. Matt Ryan's on his way to Indianapolis. Another rental for the Colts. We'll talk about Matt Ryan overall and that deal. Baker Mayfield. He's an outlier right now. Where's he going to go? He's running out of spots. Seattle is um is a is an option, I guess. You would think on the surface level that's an option. And came out yesterday that he had requested for a trade before they signed Watson. Interesting dynamic there. We're going to talk about that. Then we'll move over to the NBA. Well, we're going to talk a little NCAA and NBA cuz obviously me and Nick watched the NCAA tournament, right? We watched it last night or the past weekend. But we have our typical thoughts. It's, it's, it's pretty much the same, 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 <laughs> different, 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 but the same. So we'll talk about that. And then I'm going to give Nick a couple of things. I'm going to give, we're going to play three loves, one hate. I'm going to give him some NBA guys. He's going to tell me three things he loves about their game, that person, one thing they hate. And then um, we'll be off and running. Big Nick the Quick, what's good? What's going on? How we feeling? What's, what's the word? I'm good. How are you, bro? Man, lovely. Yeah? Lovely. It was 70 degrees outside yesterday, man, moving around. It was, it was nice great, yesterday. It's, it's almost about that time. I'm feeling great. It was nice it was yesterday. Great, it, was man, really nice. it was really nice. It was really, it was really, 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 nice, really nice. At one point, I went outside, and I was like, damn. Yeah, it was really All nice. Right. It was like one of those days you just had to do something. Like, like I took the dog on like a 45-minute walk just for the sake of it. Get outside, see the people. Everybody's walking around the neighborhood. Everybody's got a good vibe. You know, like that one random day where it's super warm, like everybody's feeling good. Everybody was out. Everybody's at the park. You know what I mean? Everybody's yeah. walking around. Everybody's going to get something to eat. Kids are yeah. playing. Um, yeah, man. So I had to, I had to go get into the action. It was great. Yeah, man. It was cool. I walked to the gym. Me and Alyssa out on the stroll. Yeah, man. People were out and about. Small Cheval was rocking. I live in Bucktown. If anybody else lives up north, holler at me. I'm around. I'm in the neighborhood. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it was dope. I was recovering yesterday, man. I was in Atlanta for a bachelor party this past weekend. Shout out my guy John Johnson. Congratulations. He's he's getting married here in a couple couple months in DC. So I was in Atlanta for a bachelor party. I really fucked with Atlanta, bro. I'm not gonna hold you. I really liked it. That was my first time there. It was extremely spread out. Yep. Which is, yo, listen, I'm starting to, I don't even want to, I don't even, there's like four real cities in the whole country. Like, I don't even know if these are called cities. Like, are these real cities? Towns. If I can't walk anywhere, is it a real city? It's a town. 
it's a town, right? <clears throat> it's town. Like, Chicago, I can walk and get whatever I need. New York, obviously. I guess it depends what part of the city that you're oh, They're really all, if you're talking like city cities, they're all on the east, eastern side, right? Far but, west. Probably. Right. It's, it's Chicago, New York. You can walk around in Philly. You can walk like, around in Boston. DC. DC. Boston. DC. Yeah. You can walk around all those spots. But like fucking LA. LA is a great place. I said this on the group chat the other day. LA is a great place. I've been plenty of times. How much time have you actually spent in LA proper? Like I'm in Los Angeles. You know what I mean? Because you'll be over here. I'm in Laguna del something or Marina del this. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Or I'm yeah, over yeah. in Santa Monica or something like that. But like you're never really in LA. Like, yeah, I was just walking down LA. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, yeah. Man. they're all so, they're all kind of spread out. That's like the, that's a lot of them are whack. Especially if you've been to Europe. Like those are real cities. You go to Amsterdam, like you don't a car is an afterthought. Like I'm cruising around on foot on a bike. Like getting a car is like out of the question. Yeah. London, you can obviously London's vast, but you could you could walk around and, and get yeah, I don't know, man. I had a, I had an epiphany when I was in Atlanta. Like, I don't even know if these are cities, man. Call them something else. These are cities. Can't get nowhere. But that said, I rocked with Atlanta. The culture is really tough. It was funny, man. We bounced from like white Atlanta to black Atlanta, and they are very different places. Like, even more drastic than like <laughs> spots up here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. these were completely vastly Com different completely, places. Completely, completely different spots. Yeah, like completely different places. <laughs> so I fucked in Atlanta, though. It was cool, man. The people were really dope. All the food I ate was fire. Um, Every spot we went to was very relaxed. People were blowing back, chilling, like loud music. Everyone was 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 found a vibe. And so I liked Atlanta. I had a good ass time. We had a lot of fun. So shout out my guy John. All right. Let's get into it, man. We we talked about it last week. Where Deshaun Watson gonna go? Who would take him? Why would you take him? Is it too much of a risk to take him? Are you ready to deal with the blowback from every part of your organization, from the parking attendant to the president? To the your roster, wife, your wife, to your, your wife at your house, to your daughter's teacher. Shorty at, at the coffee shop. Are you ready for the blowback that comes along with signing Deshaun Watson? A lot of people were not. The Cleveland Browns were ready. They signed him immediately to a five-year, $230 million guaranteed, all fully. guaranteed fully. contract. So how does that – I've never heard of fully $230 million fully guaranteed. Fully guaranteed it um you're just gonna have that cap number every year it might i, I don't i don't know that i haven't looked at i looked at the details of the deal but i didn't see like the year per, I'll, I'll actually pull it up but per year breakout will be a certain number that adds up to the sum of 230 million over five that's go. it that's America. all i word on the street was he was gonna go to atlanta and i was actually talking to some people down there about it they were hot they didn't get him I talked to five people. I'm going to tell you this. I talked to five Atlanta Falcons fans about Deshaun Watson. All five were not worried about outstanding allegations. It was like, man, let's win football games. They were giving it they, they were giving it to me real. I'm like, yeah, so like what's up? Like that that wouldn't have bothered you, you know, what the the 22 outstanding allegations that he has against him. And they kind of were like, yeah, it's unfortunate, but they essentially, and we've had this conversation before too, Nick. They essentially are separating the sport from the man. Like, yeah, dude's a scumbag, but 
he's on my team and I want my team to win. It's like some people can separate R. Kelly from his music. It's the same thing, right? So that's kind of <clears throat> that was the vibe I was getting in Atlanta. But he doesn't go there. And last minute they said it sounds like he essentially picked Cleveland because they gave him some more money, fully guaranteed it. So it was it was done, done deal, signed, sealed, delivered. What do you think of the deal? What do you think of the spot? And then we could get into the the NFC or the AFC shakeup on it. So should I do what should I do what ESPN and all they were doing yesterday? I don't know if you were watching any of the morning shows, but if I had a dollar for every time any ESPN analyst said, well, from strictly from a football standpoint, <laughs> everything they said, strictly from a yeah. football, like they're all just trying to skate away from. They're the just trying issue. to cover up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to say something about nice about Deshaun, but I want to let you know it's strictly from a football standpoint. <laughs> so strictly from a football standpoint, uh, I like the move. Obviously, right? Cleveland. Um, we, we've talked about this team for a couple of years. It seems like they were in the playoffs two years ago. Been in the playoffs two out of the last four years. Um, I want to say um team was on seemed like they were on the cusp of uh getting over that hump but it seems like the thing that's been holding them back is baker baker's play can be described best as erratic you know i think that there is some moments with baker that you watch and, and he inspires the team and he makes some plays and he can do some things but overall throughout the course of four quarters throughout the course of 17 games um he's just not that guy he's not getting it done there's some serious limitations there uh, he doesn't take care of the football, not particularly accurate, and it's cost that team in some big spots. So, number one, I'm not surprised that they were out looking for a quarterback this year. Add that to the fact that Baker's on that fifth-year option, so you'd have to pay him next year, right? So you really need to do your due diligence before you hand Baker Mayfield a contract in the neighborhood of 30 to $40 million for an NFL starter right now. I mean, that's kind of where we're getting, right? You know when the NBA, everybody just started getting max deals because they're up? So, yeah, you get a max. You get a max. Like, hey, uh, Solomon Hill, you get a yeah. max deal. Like, everybody was getting max deals because because everybody was up. Um, that That's kind of the reality of the quarterback right now. You're not getting Baker on some cheap deals, so you have to do your due diligence, look and see what's else out there. Now you hear that Deshaun wants to come to town or is potentially looking at you guys. So, of course, you take that meeting, right? And you know what's going to happen when you take that meeting. You know the type of guy that Baker is. You know it's going to get back to Baker. He's going to be upset. That's something you'll have to deal with, but you can't – live through life saying, man, we could have had a chance to land in from a football perspective, had the chance to land into Sean Watson and bring him in the building and significantly upgrade our roster. So with that being said, him on that team, again, from a football perspective, I sound like these guys is, is an odd. It's a massive lift, a massive lift on the talent in the football field, a massive lift on what you're able to do. I told you Deshaun Watson has thrown two of the greatest passes I've ever seen in my life. I've been talking about him for years um and a loss i already know which one is one, yeah. that one in that ball in new orleans is in, ball, was it was, insane there's two balls it was two in new orleans remember they and they came back the saints came back and won but yeah the balls were insane it was insane yeah. um and i'll always stick back to those throws when we talk about this guy because he considered the pressure of the situation but just overall as a player yeah you get a, you get you're getting a much 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 better football player um as far as what the texans did hey look man yeah, Hold right. on, let me ask you this. Before you move off of Deshaun, what are his press conferences going to look like all year? Are they, just gonna, are they just going to hammer this dude all day, all night? Is he going to say, you know, I'm only taking football questions? Are they – I'm just trying to figure out, does this ever fade? I don't, and really quick, I got the details on the deal. It's super clean, $46 million over five. 
He gets $46 million every year. Year one, he got a $44.965 million sign-in bonus. So then his base salary for this year is just, just over a million bucks. But that but that totals $46, uh, $46 million. Uh, 2023, base salary of $46 million, fully guaranteed. 2024, $46 million, fully guaranteed. 25 and uh, 26, 2026, both $46 million, fully guaranteed. So it's a clean-ass deal. No fluff, no none of that. Yeah. So when does it fade? Or does it fade? Or does he just have to wear it? Does he? I I, I don't really know what I'm getting at, but I, yeah. I'm just trying to see like, does this shit fade when he's when he throws 50 touchdowns and they're and they're in the 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 AFC championship game? It doesn't does it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it it doesn't fade this year, that I can tell you, right? As far as him answering the questions or being asked the pre- question at the press conference, and for a while he'll be able to hide behind the fact that there's a civil lawsuit and he can't really speak on it, right? Hey, yeah, that he's gonna lawyer, live there. Lawyer said I can't talk about it. Lawyer said I can't talk about it. Lawyer said yeah. I can't talk about it. Football questions only, right? Yeah. Um, the worst thing he could do is get up there and start talking about it. Nothing good. Yeah. Unless you are a PR person. Or someone who is released used to releasing statements on subjects of this matter. Yeah. Nothing good comes from you talking about this. Nothing good. You like, might you might you might look like stubborn because you don't talk about it, but at least you don't look like a fool because you said something stupid or incriminated yourself or became defensive, which you really don't want to start doing. You yeah. start picking these picking these fights with some reporter who's asking you about some malconduct on your part, and you want to get an attitude with them. That's how you turn everybody against you, man. Just go in there. Flash that million dollar smile. Hey, can't talk about this. I'm sorry. You know what I think too is he can't make light of it either. Like no jokes. I can't have you playing R. Kelly, Jigga Kelly, not guilty in the locker room. Like shit. Like you know yeah, what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, just completely fade it and wear it as much as you can, and just say, hey, I'm working through you know the civil allegations, whatever. Uh, uh the last thing I'll say about it, and then we'll move over to to Atlanta and Matt Ryan is. I wonder how many players in the locker room are like, man, fuck this dude. I don't give a fuck about the, the football games or my wife or whatever that just don't really like him. I think that 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 locker room dynamic is something that is going to come into play at some point. Yeah, I mean, like there's going to be there's going to be there's going to be issues at some point where it's like. And I get, I mean, hey, and and it, it's a really interesting thing because Watson is now so locked in that he could probably move some dudes out of there. He's not rocking with. It's like, hey, man, I know we don't see eye to eye, but yeah, you go go ahead and get this guy up out of here. Like yeah. it's he he essentially has the keys to the franchise, and there's a big reason why a lot of people may not like him. Yeah, and that's true. And the people that aren't going to like you aren't going to like you, but there will be some people on the fence, and that's when it's on Deshaun to get those people who are on the fence onto his side. And that's yeah. all about that's all about how he conducts himself and carries himself as a man and a football player in that locker room and in that community. I know that sounds very cliche, but it's the truth, right? Yeah. Like how, how he conducts himself as a football player, as a man. I, I, as a football player, you go out there and you win games. Winning cures 99.8% of things, right? But if you're yes, also out does. there in that community – conducting yourself as a as a man with with principles and you know just involved and doing all the all the right things and not being an idiot then you're good 
but you have a much shorter rope, if any, if you even have rope, than anybody else in the league right now. So you cannot make a mistake. You cannot do something stupid. Like I said, you can't become defiant and defensive, right? Because the questions are going to come. And guess what? They have a right to ask them. This is a situation that, and I know we're talking about allegations, but I think you and I talked about it last week. 22 is a lot, man. I think I, for me, we're past allegations. Something happened. Um, so you need to answer for that, man. Like you need to answer for that. And and that's, and that I don't, I don't feel bad for him for having to do it. You're still going to get a chance to play in the National Football League, and you're going to get to do it for $45 million a year, including an extra $30 million on top of what you were already scheduled to make. You're going to do it in a city that's starving for a, fran- a franchise quarterback. You're going to a team that has some talent already in place. Yep. Right? And you're and you're going into a division that's kind of in flux, too. So, look, man, go in there, shut up, and ball. That's all I got to say. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Um, do you have any problem – with what they gave up for him, no, three three ones and uh, was it three yeah. ones and a two? Yeah, absolutely okay. not. Now, if you're if you're Houston, you're happy with that haul, I'm assuming. Sure, three ones. Yeah, I mean, you need a for lot a re- of pieces. for a rebuilding team. Yeah, you need <laughs> a lot of pieces down there. I would have tried to get three ones and Baker. Yeah, maybe um, maybe I don't know. No part of that. I don't know why room. Baker's not a part of that deal. Um, teams might not want him, but you're the Texans. You're not in a position to not take Baker. Like, what are we talking about? So, I that's what I would. I'd be especially because you could get him on a one year, take a look at him, and then move, and then like let him go. Like, what if we've already? What if teams have already been like, "Yo, we we don't really need to take a look at Baker because we've been looking at Baker but, for but four who years." The, but 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 what I'm saying is, then the Texans better run out something better than Baker. Like you, I mean, I don't obviously listen. This is this is two guys who are massive football sports fans that are super plugged in talking about it. But I don't get try to get Baker and the three ones. Like this is this is the thing too. It's gonna be a huge W for the Browns if they move Baker for a one. This is not a chance. You don't think so? Not a chance. Not a chance. Who the fuck? If you're willing to give a one for for Baker. Then I, I would, if you were a team and you moved a one for Baker, I would literally look at you and be like, "Why wouldn't you have just taken the three for Matt Ryan?" Sure, you know what I mean, like that. And that's and like we'll get on the three for Matt Ryan trade. I know we're going to talk about that. Yeah. I know we all have our thoughts on Matt Ryan, but if that you got to read the market, and the market's not telling me one for Baker if a three is for Matt Ryan, and Matt Ryan is better. But we've seen over the years guys get ones for guys that aren't worth ones. Yeah, Carson so, Wentz. Yeah. Uh, Sam Darnold. Yes. And the one mean. for Darnold was a two. I don't remember. But if Sam Darnold remember. isn't bagging groceries by the end of the week, I, my, whole, <laughs> my, my whole life is a lie. Hey, I'm going to – one last thing on Watson. This is – Deshaun Watson won this whole ordeal in every single spot, every single way, outside of losing a year of his, you know – a year of playing, or, or maybe he'll just tack it on at the end, but he didn't play last year. That's the only L I can see. Him signing the forty, the the deal as forty four million, and then like a million and change as a signing bonus is that if he gets suspended, he only has to. He's only going to lose the money on that million dollars. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So whatever the game checks break down for the million, that's what he would lose on a potential suspension well and let's be honest man picking up an extra there's a reason that you know they said once he heard about the extra 30 million from cleveland he's like oh yeah i gotta go 
if you're facing 22 uh, civil lawsuits and lawyer fees, you could use that extra $30 million. Extra 30 million might come in handy. If it's the same amount of money he was going to get, they essentially just paid for his, uh, his lawsuit. For sure. All right. That's a sticky situation. We'll see where it nets, man. I, I'm interested to see how it looks when he starts balling. People forget about a lot of shit. You start balling. It's gonna, you're going to have to wait a couple months. Ray Lewis was on TV. They beat a murder charge. Six games. Six games for uh, Deshaun. You feel me? So he that just came through? Or are you saying that's what he's going to no, get? That's, well, that's what, that's what everybody's saying. He's going to get okay. minimum six games. That's what Roethlisberger got. Okay. All right, let's move to uh, let's move to our guy Matt Ryan. I was in Atlanta. I yeah, drove, the ice. I drove by. I drove by. <laughs> I drove by Mercedes Benz. By the way, I went into Mercedes Benz for an Atlanta United game, MLS, and the building is sick. I'm gonna tell you that off top. The building is very nice. The first thing I thought when I drove by is Matt Ryan's not a Hall of Famer. That's the first thing that came to my mind. I looked at the building. I was like. This is the this is the building Julio built. <laughs> I, I'm like, hold on, this is because I was thinking like, you know, I was just like, maybe th- th- is this the building Matt Ryan built? And I'm like, no, I'm not saying that. I can't do it. I can't get. I can't utter those those sent. I can't utter that sentence out of my mouth. I can't do it. So Matt Ryan, he goes to Indy for a three, and. Atlanta eats the entire dead cap of $40 million. Maybe even more. It's like 40 and change, right? What are your thoughts on the deal? How do you feel if you're a Colts fan, and this is the third year in a row, that you're essentially on a rental? Um, well, I would say this is probably the rental that I'd feel the most comfortable with, considering the Co- last two. Because people, if people forget, it was Philip Rivers, yeah. then it's now Carson Wentz, and then now it's Matt Ryan on another one year problem. Right? Philip Rivers was actually done; like he was done. He was done that last year in San Diego, and the only reason he went to Indy is they gave him like twenty five million guaranteed to show up for another year. And like we talk about, Philip Rivers has eight, nine, ten kids. I understand he's made a lot of money in his life, but extra twenty five million for ten kids, you, you, you're going to take that. So he he was completely done when they got him. Then you come to Carson Wentz, who. Age-wise isn't done, but ability-wise is done, right? Been done. Trash. Obviously, not a leader. Can't beat the Jacksonville Jaguars at home. Uh, Throws a ton of picks and just not that guy. So they move on from him. And then, which they got some picks for, right? They got some picks in that Wentz deal, and they end up getting a third. And then they took that third and brought in Matt Ryan. And I'll say this. Oh, wait. Did Mariota go to Atlanta? Did he? It's a backup. My fault. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. I'm gonna look it up. No, okay. you're good. So they bring in, they bring in Matt, and now they 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 get the third rounder, and they flipped that yesterday for Matt Ryan. And I've been saying here since last year when the Stafford trade happened that I'm not sure why Atlanta wouldn't just do the same thing with Ryan. Right? The team is going nowhere. He still has some value. Right? He's probably the most valuable player you have on your squad at that point because he is a quarterback and he's a starting quarterback and he's someone who can play right away in an NFL team and probably be better than, I don't know, he's in that 17, 18, 19 QB range, right? Um, 
So I was thinking, why if I was Denver, who had all these quarterback issues last year, like why weren't they on the phone with Atlanta? Why weren't some of these other teams on the phone with Atlanta? So to see him go for a three, look, man, say what you want to about Matt Ryan. We've been critical of him. We've seen him fold in big moments. We generally don't even like the look of his game. We don't like the look of him. <laughs> but if we're really comparing, let's let's fast forward 12 months ago before the uh, the Stafford love affair was in full force and compare those two guys and tell me who was the more accomplished quarterback at that time. It was Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan had been to multiple Pro Bowls. He had won an MVP. He had taken his team to the Super Bowl. He had damn sure won a bunch more ball games, right? And numbers-wise, had better numbers. Um, now I get people with Stafford, they felt that he was just in an awful situation and that if you got him out of that situation, he would flourish, which he did. But let's not sit up here and act like Matt Ryan is a bum, right? Like we don't like him. We don't think he's great, whatever, but he's not a bum when you start talking about, Hey, I'm going to bring this guy into the building. He's a good quarterback. And if you have a shit quarterback, Matt Ryan is an absolute upgrade. So you start talking about the Colts who had no quarterback or shit quarterbacks. He would have been an upgrade. He would have been an upgrade over Bridgewater and Denver. He would have been an upgrade over whoever the fuck the Redskins were trying out at quarterback last year. So I just think that, you know, yeah, he, he I, I thought that after the Stafford thing and teams saw what bringing a veteran quarterback in can do for you if you have an already made roster, I thought he'd go for a one or a two. So yeah. to get him for a three, if you're Indy, that's an incredible trade. I think it's a really good trade as well. And especially how leveraged out Indy was. Indy is running. Indy was running out of quarterbacks because they're in a spot where they have a good team. That roster yeah. is solid. They're ready to win. It seems like the whole thing was for them is Carson Wentz is holding us back. We got to get up. Right. We got to get from, up from out of this dude, right? Because we need a quarterback now. For you to be essentially running out of QBs, if you don't get Matt Ryan, who is it? It's Baker. And I guess Jameis is still around. Who's getting disrespected, by the way? No, he is getting disrespected. We we could I could I could have a whole podcast talking about Jameis Winston getting disrespected the way he is. I know he's coming off of ACL. I still don't care. Jameis Winston is a good quarterback. I'm gonna tell you that he's right now. He got his eyes fixed. Yeah, boy's back. Yeah, he's out here showing you his workout videos, man. He's out here <laughs> doing it. He's out here doing his thing. Yo, I'm gonna yo real real talk. I think that stuff is is working against him. People don't take him seriously. Yeah. And I don't I think, think he realizes that it's a joke when he posts that. I think he's like, unintentionally funny. Yeah. Like, I don't, people don't take Jameis seriously for a lot of different reasons, but I think he's going to have a good year. I think he was having a good year before he got hurt. Go, go back and look at the listen, numbers. Listen, man. Listen, I understand he threw 32 picks. And it's, and 30, I hate, 30. You, you can't make that into a but, but, but with those 32 picks, he also threw 30 touchdowns and 5,000 yards. So that's why when they were giving shots to people like Darnold and all that, saying like, oh, he could. It's like, I've seen good Jameis Winston film. Yeah. I have not seen good Sam Darnold film. I've seen 5,000 yards and 30 touchdowns from Jameis Winston. You just got to cut down those picks. Yo, so he like, couldn't see. Yeah. He couldn't see, Nick. He saw 30 touchdowns. He was out there. By the way, his whole career, he hasn't been able to see. If you go back to Florida State, he's been squinting like this for 10 years. Yeah. So he got some LASIK. He got his eyes fixed. Uh, man, I think James is getting disrespected. But, but yeah. as we mentioned, Marcus Mariota to Atlanta, two-year deal late another, last night. Another bum? Bum. He's not – he can't touch uh, 
um, Jameis Winston. Mariota is built to be a backup in the NFL. That's what he's going to do. He's great, excellent at clipboard. If you put him in the game, it's yikes. Excellent college guy. Yeah, great college guy, man. Shout out, shout out, Mariota. But I'm going to say this. That all goes into exactly what we're saying about Matt Ryan. Indy was running out of real guys to get. If they don't get Matt Ryan, it's legit. Baker Mayfield, Marcus Mariota. Jameis. Jameis, who would have been a win. But he, he seems like this. It, I haven't heard any noise about Jameis, but it doesn't seem like he's leaving New Orleans. Yeah, I don't think so either. But they were but, running out of guys. So to get a three and not have to give up even a two, like call call it in the middle. Say we'll give up a two. Like man, they they got him for a three, and he and he could be there for a couple of years. So well, and I mean, you look at it, big win for Indy. Durability wise, Matt Ryan has only missed three games in his career. So you know you're getting him for 17 games next week. You know you're getting a guy who understands. He completed 67 percent of his passes last year. Um, and I'm not dude again. This isn't me like stumping for Matt Ryan, but. I think we got to pump the brakes a little bit and be like, yo, this is a significant upgrade for them, especially when you consider what they gave up and what other folks have had to get up to get quarterbacks in. Like, again, look at the Stafford trade last year where they had to give up ones and twos and all these different things to bring in basically the same guy, whereas the Colts just played this right, flipped Wentz back for a bunch of picks, used one of those picks to bring in Matt Ryan, and you're good to go. So, yeah, I, I love that deal, man. I, I really, truthfully love that deal. That was smart movement. And that's how you get yourself a quarterback without having to break the bank. Third-round pick for Matt Ryan. And, and to me, on Atlanta's side, if you mean to tell me you're only getting a three and you have to pay $25 million in dead cap money? $40, $40 million in debt. The, I'm biggest, just ho- the biggest dead cap number in all, of all time. And they do – that. It's crazy – they have a f- almost $41 million cap hit, dead cap hit, and it clears $9 million in cap. So yeah, it helps, 50. but th- there's still a lot of dead money on the cap. Exactly. At that point, I'm just keeping Ryan or, shit, seeing if I can hold out for a stronger offer because you just named all these teams that need quarterbacks. Yeah. You think once we get closer to the season starting and you're in New Orleans, you're in uh, Seattle. Seattle, you're in some of these places that do not have a signal caller on the roster, yeah. um, Matt Ryan becomes very, very attractive. Hey. We got a former MVP here who's still got a couple years left in him and who's going to fucking be a model citizen in your franchise. You've you've even seen a season start and someone get hurt and people get a like a one back for like in week two of the NFL for backups and shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Desperate moves. Desperate desperate moves. It is. It's an interesting spot. I think Indy. I think Indy won that because I think he'll be good. He'll be solid. I think he'll be Um, solid too. I'm not a huge Matt Ryan fan. I'm very much in the camp of, I don't know, man. I think my Hall of Fame credentials are high, just higher than everybody else's because everyone else says he's a lock shoe in for the Hall of Fame. I just don't see it that way. But great career, great career, great career, great career. MVP, MVPs, tons of money, lots of playoff wins, tons of money, tons of money. What do you think? What do you think Matt Ryan's career earnings are? Um. They got to be right under 200, like 180. Let's see. Something like that. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Because he, he got a he got a huge deal like four years ago. And yeah. that was and that deal's nothing now. He's been getting paid. Let's see. Matt, Matt Ryan's career earnings. 185. No, by the time this contract's over, it'd be 318 million. What? <laughs> 318? 
<laughs> oh man. Yeah. I got I got one for you though. You want to know all right, by the time Kirk Cousins contract is over, what do you think? Oh, what do you think? What do you got, think old Kirk old put, Kirk's got? I put that out there. It's like 232. I think it's like 231 or something. Yeah, yeah it's like 232 or something. Uh, I did the math on it. What a country where Kirk Kirk Cousins can make a quarter 232. Yeah. A quarter of a billion dollars playing football for being mediocre. Dog, seven wins a, and, a year. And we talk about him. No, Kirk Cousins has let you know from day money one. He's about, I'm about my paper. About the paper. <laughs> That's why I'm here. I'm here about my money. <laughs> <laughs> He's about the paper. Kirk Cousins is Kirk, a money man. Kirk Cousins is a money man. <laughs> Accountant first, quarterback second. Quarterback second, dog. Get my hands. <laughs> Some man adding up. I'm not coming, I'm not coming to work. $230 million for Kirk Cousins, man. Salute, man. Salute. Let's maximize your talents. That's why Lamar needs to hold out. What the fuck are you doing? Kirk's over here with the quarter billy. Yes, exactly right. So stay tuned. But, yeah, that's a, I think that's a win for Indy. And we'll see what – hey, man, change the scenery. Matt Ryan fucker, I have a massive year. But that's yeah. another team in the get AFC, another, man. Get another contract. The AFC is just out of control. <laughs> They got the they got the best players over there in the AFC. All right, really quick. Let's get well. That's the minutes. South though, right? So who AFC if, South is soft. AFC yeah. South was soft, but I mean now shit. Now with the quarterback in Atlanta, you might put some pressure on, on Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee because you know Tannehill is not that guy. Man, and 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 he's in a position where he should be that guy. They got a crazy run game. The defense is solid. Good Yo, coach. Like, I actually thought if I was them, I would have went after Matt Ryan. Oh, and really quick. Let me give Big Nick the quick some props. Big Nick said has been saying for almost two years the Falcons need to trade Matt Ryan, and they probably could have traded Matt Ryan two years ago for two two ones for, for the for the Stafford deal. Yeah, out there. Yeah, like the, he he said that almost two full years ago. Like, hey, this team is going nowhere. You guys are moving off of Julio. You guys are you guys are get, a brand new regime is coming in, new coach. Go trade Stafford, start over, go get a couple ones, and then maybe by now, right now, they'd be back on the mend. It's quick. You Especially get a couple impact look, players, yeah. Look, because Drew Brees is all of a sudden gone. Uh-huh. He's disappeared. The Panthers are in a, a rebuild. They, You know, Cam's gone. They don't know really what they're doing. They're, they, they have a new coach. They're signing Darnold. Like, the Falcons could have that whole thing on a, in a stranglehold if they would have started getting – ready a couple years ago i think that's what belichick has done so well over the years he's just moving he's just moving off people like ah no this is dead he he gets rid of people a year early rather than a year late exactly right and And, just like last year the all the bears just burned a year of the franchise for no reason because they didn't want to pay another coach and Nagy, whatever it's the same situation hey and this year we need to we need to move off robert quinn he's coming off what 20 sacks yeah, it's never going to happen again. Trade him right now. Trade Robert Quinn right now and get a load back for him. Like, dude, he had 20 sacks, bro. Yeah. Go send him to send him to Buffalo. Hey, man, how you going to trade City. your minutes, bro? Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, tra- I'm trading my, my Puerto Rican brother because, yo, get out of town while you can, bro. Don't why, no. what, what would he do here next year? Gee. Your your goal this summer is to find where Robert Quinn kick it at. Yo, he's definitely out on, on in Humble he? Park. You think he's in Humble Park? Yeah, shout out Rob Quinn. Hey, Rob Quinn, Quinn if you're listening, right man, now. let us know where you at, Getting man. breakfast, man. Shout out Rob Quinn. Ice cream and shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Quinn. But, yeah, he needs, like the Bears should move him right now. There's no reason to keep him. Zero. Yeah. Why would you keep him? I don't understand. Yeah, that's what I said about Khalil Mack. 
Yep. Yeah. And we said that last. We said year, that. We said that last year. Look, man, I, I, I'm a hundred percent in the belief. If you, if your team's not competitive, don't hold on to aging guys. You know what I mean? Especially if they still. Especially have if they're good. Get yes. rid of them ASAP. Yes. 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 ASAP. Like, you, yeah, the, the Ryan thing was spot on, like, two years ago. Yeah. Why are we not moving on from this guy? You guys are going nowhere. You're not improving. You're not looking to improve. You know what I mean? Give Kyle Pitts a chance. Shout out, yeah, man. Kyle Pitts needs a quarterback, Kyle man. Pitts needs a quarterback. <laughs> he, needs, he needs to catch some balls. So I don't know who does Atlanta go after then. They got Mariota, two-year deal. They signed and they go give him yeah, a shot. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, they gave they gave they I didn't see the details on the money, but they gave Mariota. Well, that's the thing, bro. There's just no like there's no quarterbacks out there. Like what? That's, that's why that's Steelers, why, that's why Indy, the Steelers grabbed Money Mitch on day one. Yeah, like let, let's just pick our guy and go with let's it. They're just our guy. Yeah. But to close out this segment, NFL quarterback talk, like let, let's talk about Baker. He's in a tough situation, man. He he's now you could tell he's back in the mindset of the walk-on kid that nobody wants. Yep. And I I have I'm I have to prove myself again. He's frustrated. Welcome to the fucking NFL. Welcome to the NFL. That's just what it is. Especially if you're you're coming off a bad year, man. It and is it, what it is. Yeah, you haven't lived up to expectations, bro. All these fucking open letters and letters before anything's even happened, and I've given it my all and all that. No one's saying that you don't work hard and that you don't try to put on for the team, but the results not there, bro. Well, you got receivers trying to leave in the middle of the season with their dads writing letters. After that, Jarvis Landry's trying to get out. Two, your two top receivers don't want to be there. Like, look, bro, you're not performing, man. Team has a good D falling backwards. You know what I mean? Like, what, what, what's the problem here? I don't understand. Again, that's how he's just kind of been his whole life. Like, yo, the more that I, yeah, I, I the more that I take all this, 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 this doubt and internalize yeah. it, able to, to, to kind of project that into, into how I work. Is how I am, but sometimes it also projects into how he talks, and he is really talking as if he has lifted this franchise out the abyss, and now they're you know turning their back on him. It's like, look, bro, the team has the option to to explore for a better option. They weren't trying to bring Marcus Mariota in. They yeah. weren't trying to bring fucking Ryan Fitzpatrick in. They were trying to bring Deshaun Watson in, and you are not him. And deal with it, bro. <laughs> yeah. And you want to come out here demanding trades and all that to where, man? Where are you trying to go? You are on the last year of the deal. Any team that trades for you understands that there is a big deal looming at the end of that. Shut the fuck up and let the chips fall where they may. I, I know it hurts. Baker, I know it hurts. <laughs> but you just got to keep it moving, man. Like uh, that that letter that he wrote well, was two damn near two weeks ago at this point. A goodbye letter to a team that's still paying you. Like it's just this shit was crazy to me. Yeah, you just gotta. Dak Dak Prescott it. Yeah, he's not a first yeah. ballot Hall of Famer. You need to chill, man. Yeah. Like you haven't played well, bro. If you if you don't play well, then guess what? You'll play well in the NFL. Folks look to replace you, especially if you're expensive, especially if you're in a key position. Let me ask you this: where where should he go? Like where do you think he has any? Let me ask you this: Is Baker more? His first and third year in the league or his second and fourth year in the league? Where do you lean? Because there's been some flashes where it's like, this dude can play. That first and third year, really that third year, the year that they went to the playoffs and they kind of managed him throughout the year. That was last year, right? Yeah. Where I was just like, yeah, just kind of manage it, make plays when you need to, don't go anything crazy. That was probably where he is and that's kind of where you're going to win with him. But he has limitations, man. He's fucking slow. 
Um, you know, I mean, he's got a good arm, not a not a cannon. Um, and he's small, so he's just got some limitations that you got to deal with. Um, but I think, yeah, he's a starter in the NFL, but he's not far from not being a starter in the NFL, right? At the same time, he's not far from being a productive starter in the NFL. Like, it could go one of two ways for Baker. You know what I'm saying? He's inconsistent is what he is. That's why it's got to be maddening to deal with him, and that's why it's hard to pay him. He's inconsistent, man. It's hard to it's hard to pay inconsistency. It's hard to pay for something when you don't know what you're going to get, and I think that's the case with Baker. They have no idea what they're going to get, so it's hard for them to pay him. And then shit like this. I mean, look, man, you see how he is. Imagine how he is in the locker room. I'm sure he has his moments. Yeah. No, you know what I mean? No so yeah, I think you know, he'll find he'll land somewhere, he'll be fine. Um, maybe New Orleans, but it's, like you said, it sounds like if I'm New if I'm the Saints, I'd rather just go with Jameis, who've been bad is, in the building for two years. But yeah. This is the thing about quarterbacks, and if you're watching them play, if you're an elite quarterback, the situation that Baker was in, so I guess two years ago now when they beat the Steelers in the playoffs, was they had a good D and an insane run game. You, that team should be rolling. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? It shouldn't be like, oh, he had a solid year. Like, with a defense and a run game, Baker should be putting up big-time numbers and very comfortable and look very, very good. Deshaun Watson is doing stuff on a team with nothing. Yeah. That's the issue, I think. It's like, man, we gave this guy everything else. It was all set up for us to make a deep-ass run in the playoffs. And we were good, but not spooky. So, in their eyes, and, and how I'm looking at the Browns is, they're one, they're a quarterback, a good-ass quarterback away from being spooky. They think the same thing. Baker's not spooky like Deshaun Watson. So, you move off. That's it. That's all, like you said. It's tough. I get it. It hurts. I know. But you got to move off. Got to move on. You'll be. You'll still have a job next year, and you'll be in the NFL for the next ten years. That's it. So, hope yeah, we'll see if his mouth gets him in any more trouble. But that's the problem, though. He the problem we, also we, with him is like, if I'm a team, do I want to bring him as a backup? We've been saying that about him versus like Daniel Jones. Yeah, like yeah, Daniel Jones will say shit. Daniel Jones will say shit. And honestly. He should be on the hot seat and isn't. You know what? You know who's a great example? Actually, Mitch Trubisky. It's okay. I'm not gonna say nothing. I'll go to I'll go to Buffalo for a year. I'll sit down. I won't say shit. Everybody yeah. will for I say so less, so little people, that everybody forgets about the stuff. And they're like, wait, Mitch Trubisky's pretty good, isn't <laughs> he? Yeah, yeah. yeah playoff appearance, Pro Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> then people, then, then free agency opens up. Let's sign Mitch to make him a starter in <laughs> one of the charter franchises in the NFL. What yeah. a way to play. Who's his agent? I Love was it. I was listening to the when he was coming out. They're like. They were, this is, this is, it was so perfect. They were flashing Mitch's like starter, like record as a starter. And they're like, yeah. And he has a pro bowl appearance and he's, and he, and he has, and he has a playoff win. And I'm like, no, no playoff win, but, but his playoff appearance. I'm like, man, you guys were not, you weren't there. I'm like, you weren't there. You weren't outside, bro. I'm telling you, cause if you look at it that way, but yeah, it's a perfect example of, he didn't talk too much. Just kind of took his medicine, went left to a really good team. Back, left Chicago, benched for, sat behind the bench yep. for a year. Sat behind a really good quarterback, and a really one of the best quarterbacks staff. and a really good coaching staff. 
and now he's got another shot. So yeah, yeah. exactly. It's it's a when, when, you're, when you're barking, you better be you better be backing it up. And guess what? If he does okay, if he does well in Pittsburgh this year, that second year that deal gets ripped up, and Mitch Trubisky's on a long term contract as the quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. What a country! Three four years at least. What a country! Exactly right. All right, let's <laughs> USA, USA. <laughs> All right, let's move over to the NBA, man. Listen, let's talk hoops first. Because same story, different year for me on the NCAA tournament. A lot of fun. Hoops is on all day. The all games day. are staggered. I get it. But if you're, if we're being honest, and I thought about it a bunch, it's the NCAA tournament in the NBA every night. There was nine games on last night in NBA. That's the NCAA tournament every day. And the basketball's better. What are we talking about? Wait, did I you did add it. did you add league pass yet? Did you, did you yeah, fully, yeah, I added it at, at the All Star break. It's life, it's life changing, isn't it's it? It's a game changer, <laughs> dude. Because I, I used to try to watch games, I was pulling up my iPad, I was pulling yeah, up all nah, these nah. bullshit streams, and I was just like, dude, this is so throw, stupid. Throw all that LP. I'm legit betting hundreds of dollars on games and don't want to spend like <laughs> watch, the eighty to watch. It's so watch, dumb. watch them on your phone. Yeah, it's so yeah. stupid. Bruh. Um, so that's what I was thinking about. I'm like, I'm watching the games last night. I open with the Lakers, Cleveland. I close with Dallas and and Minnesota. Love it. And I'm like, this is the NCAA tournament, but the NBA. And the talent's way better, and the hoops is way better. So I get it. I get the pageantry. It's very fun. I watched. I bet. I enjoyed myself. But I'm just not head over heels like some of these other folks, man. People love the NCAA tournament. It's cool. It's fun. But. Give me, give me nine NBA games, and I'll watch those instead of watching, you know, nine NCAA tournament games. Yeah, and I'll, I'll back that with, uh, look, man, everybody knows where we stand. And I yeah. think sometimes, and we're not trying to come off as the, oh, college basketball, ugh, it sucks, no. it's slow, guys wear short shorts and fucking run the Princeton offense. Like, that's not what we're trying to say. Um, and I will say that, look, I enjoyed my – Shit, four straight days of watching college ball, right? Went over uh, went over to Edder's crib on Friday, kicked it all day, watched a bunch of good games, watched some good games on Saturday, watched some great games on Sunday, ending with that Arizona uh, TCU game. Shout out my – what was my man's name? Shout out my Ooh, man's Lumpkin? on TCU. Yeah, yeah. Find, get was that it guy. Lumpkin? Yeah, Lumpkin. Get that guy in the building ASAP. Um, and I definitely saw some games that were incredible. Like I saw some games it, – it's really – you see some teams that play a certain type of style – like I'll say the St. Peter's squad, like that, that to me looks like NBA ball, right? Like we're switching everything. Our drives, our guards are penetrating. We're just, we're just out here hooping. Then you watch some of these other games and it's like 23, 19 at the half. And the game just goes slow and slow and slow. And the thing that you realize, right? And this is where you start to realize how good NBA players are. It is very, 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 very difficult to consistently create your own shot in a competitive basketball game. Yes. Right? These college guys are hoopers. If any one of them came to a park and played us in basketball, they would fucking dominate us, right? So it's not like these dudes are whack. Yeah. But the level of skill that it takes to go outside of the offense, right, that's being ran when shit breaks down and just create your own shot. Shot clock running out, ball at the top of the Yeah, yeah, it's just hard to do. And you watch it in these college games, and a lot of these dudes have no idea what to do. If they can't get in their first two sets, it's like a quarterback that can't get past his first two reads. 
Yeah. <laughs> when it comes down to read number three, like, oh shit, I have no idea what to do because now I actually have to think outside the box and use my talent. So you find that happening a lot. You find a lot of dumb shit as far as mental errors. Um, and then when you compare it to NBA ball, like, yeah, it's just not even close, right? It's not even close. The level of skill that's in the NBA, we're not telling anybody anything you don't know, but um, you, you definitely miss certain things. You miss that one-on-one aspect. You miss that go and get a bucket. You miss the crazy performances. You had some college guys going for 25, 30, but you don't, you know, you know what I mean? Like you're not that, like a Kyrie 61 point performance, right? Like there's nobody at that level that's doing shit like that. Um, whereas in the NBA, like they say, it's where amazing happens every night. So I know a lot of people like to shit on the NBA. Oh, folks don't play defense anymore. Yada, yada. Look, man, tune on in. It is the best basketball on the planet. The season <laughs> is rocking this year. I loved it. I love, I love that you watched Minnesota last night. Cause I've been on the Minnesota train all year. You want to talk about an exciting team? It's track yeah. track race every night with these guys. Yeah. Um. Pat so Bev talking shit. Pat, to Pat Bev talking shit. Uh. Ant 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 Man going crazy doing his thing, jacking up shots. Um. So yeah, I get it, man. But like at the same time, I enjoyed my four days. I saw some really, really, really great games. I understand why it means a lot to some people. If you had a school that was heavy into basketball and that was like your culture. When you were there at school, for sure. Sean and I went to Arizona State. That was not the case. Um, you know, like, I think I went to one basketball game, and that was only because I wanted to see Harden uh, when he was there. Shout out James Harden on campus. 13. Oh, 13. But <laughs> other than that, I don't think I ever even went to a basketball game. So it just wasn't a part of the culture for us, man. And it, it wasn't part of my culture growing up. And I think that's a big part of it, too. Even though I used to go to the tournament every single year at my dad, like, we would go, we'd go to a different spot. We'd go to Tampa, we'd go to Arizona, we'd watch the first rounds, which is sick. You watch it's fun. Eight, eight basketball games a yeah. day. Like, it's wild. It was never ingrained in me, man. It was never, it's just like baseball for me. I know it's different for you, but like, baseball was never ingrained in me as a kid. Like, like I know your pops took you around baseball. Like, that was his thing. Yeah. My dad, NBA, <laughs> the Bulls, and the Bears. Yeah. That was it. That's all we watched. Bulls, Bears. So, like, for me, the NBA is, like, so deep ingrained in the fiber of my life. You know what I mean? That's what we would do. So, hey, I get it. That was a rant a little bit, but, yeah. <laughs> it's all good. It's fun. And I'm going to watch the rest of the tournament. Don't get me. Don't get it twisted. I'm watching every it's game. Cool. It'll be fun. But and I'll bet. It's just, it's just like, a different thing. And, and, sure. and that's all. That's all I wanted to say. But let's talk about the games last night. Let me ask you this, man. Do you have a problem with with uh I'm gonna say I, I'm gonna answer I don't, but do you have a problem with because some people do with how much fun LeBron's having for, for for probably not gonna be going anywhere if the if even the playoffs at all? No, I have no problem with it. This isn't LeBron's fault. Why yeah. can't he enjoy himself? If he wants to yoke on Kevin Love, let him do it. They won first off, they won yesterday. They won last to, night, yeah. yeah, if he wants to yoke on Kevin Love, let him do it. People want people want him to be angry. Lakers fans, you know what I've realized? And and I, I didn't realize it till this year. Lakers fan base is one of the most irrational fan bases on the planet. You didn't know that? Yeah, they're crazy. You don't it's remember every time somebody would be a free agent, it's like, oh yeah, go to LA. Yeah, they're just they're just crazy. Um, like what 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 is LeBron? What is your beef with LeBron? He's averaging twenty eight, eight and eight, and he's fucking thirty seven, <laughs> and he's playing thirty six minutes a night. I mean, it's not his fault. This thing is going sideways. So no, I think he should be able to enjoy himself. He should be able to enjoy himself as a win. He should be able to enjoy himself for moving into second all time on the scoring list. 
I, yeah. I don't I don't think this issue is on LeBron. I think it's just this Lakers craziness right now. And yo, keep that energy for Ant Davis if and when he ever comes back to playing basketball. Keep that shit for Russ, who fucking has completely forgotten how to play basketball. It ain't LeBron. You give LeBron some competent teammates, you're right back in this thing. The, the, the thing that is LeBron's fault is some of the moves that he made and some of the guys that he wanted to bring in. That I'll allow you to blame LeBron for. But as far as from a basketball standpoint, you can't talk about anything about LeBron James. I'm done. I'm done with LeBron basketball arguments. Yeah, they're stupid. They're stupid. They're you don't watch basketball if you have LeBron basketball arguments. You just you haven't been watching basketball for the past 20 years, and that's okay. You were doing something else. I'm here to tell you I have been, and there's no LeBron James basketball argument. So let them have fun, man. Where are we at now where we're talking about can LeBron James have fun playing basketball? We're supposed to be out there scowling? Supposed to be like Miami LeBron? Miami LeBron versus the Pacers? Remember when he came out pissed? Yeah. Yeah. Was that what he's supposed to do? Like, come on, man. These people are ridiculous. LeBron yeah. already brought y'all a ring, too. By the way. Folks really like to act like he like his whole L.A. shit's a failure. He's been there for fucking four years, and you got a ring out of it. And, you got we, got, and we got a couple. We got an HBO show. Hey, hey and y'all wasn't, got... headed, y'all wasn't <laughs> headed towards any rings anytime soon. Newsflash, L.A. Lakers. You might be mad about him trading Zoe and Ingram and D'Angelo Russell and Jordan Clarkson's and Hot Potato. Randall. Um Julius Randle, them boys wasn't winning any NBA championships. LeBron came to town, won an NBA championship. Be happy with that. I, I don't, I don't want to hear it. Like, I'm done yeah. with LeBron slander, man. Let that man live. I agree 100%. I just wanted to bring that up because I've read a couple things. I've seen it. Who's saying what? I haven't even seen anything. It's just like, he's just like, this guy's super happy for a dude that's going to miss the playoffs, basically, is what it is. Like, that's all. So we could leave that there because, yeah, it's nonsense. Nonsensical. Bull, bulls, bullies, bullies looked all right. W. A little one thirteen ninety nine win. I only caught the second half. I was, I was. It was so nice out in Chicago. I was walking back from the gym. Yeah, I caught the second half of the game. But DeRozan, an efficient ass twenty six, eleven of fourteen from the floor. Only person that had even a half bad game, and it was a solid game on O was Vooch, seven of seventeen. But Pat Williams back. I don't know where we'd be without Io DeSumo, man. Yep. I honestly don't know. Like, we'd have a lot less wins. Bulls are 42 and 29 right now. They might have like four, five less wins without Io DeSumo. Absolutely. So, our Caruso's now back in the fold. Only person we're missing now is Zoe. Who suffered a setback. Yeah. They said they got to pull back on the rehab. Which for, is 10 day, for, for, for 10 days, he can't run. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. So, I, don't, I think you don't see Zoe in the regular season. I don't know if you see Zoe. Anytime you hear a setback this late, there's only, what, 15 games left? Yeah. And he can't run for 10 days? So that means he's definitely at least 10 days out. Yeah. And then he's got to run for another 10 days after that and see how it responds. Um, that That's a that's a big one. Yeah, it's a big blow. Very for big. Sure. But, no, big win last night against a team that you and I both respect. We we love the Toronto Raptors Yeah, and everything that they do over there. Shout out Scotty Barnes. They just have no being a 40 and 32. Zero. This, no, zero. Zero. It's <laughs> a team full of bunch of twos and threes. Yeah, it's that's yeah. it. That's like the tier point blank. It's Nick Nurse. Yeah. Nurse nursed him back to life. Um, yeah. So I mean that team uh obviously plays hard, but yeah, good win. Bulls needed it. Like you said last week, man, they're floating towards uh getting out of these guaranteed playoff spots and yeah. in the playing, which would be an absolute disaster um based on how this team has been. Um they come right the, back tonight, they got Milwaukee. 
Yep, and I think the problem that they're having is while some of these other teams at the top are peaking, Miami, Philly, Milwaukee, Boston, Bulls are going the other direction. So um, we, we just we just got to get we got to get right back on it, man. Who do we have tonight? Milwaukee that's in Milwaukee. Tough. That's not good. The rest of the month is is a is a torture chamber, and I think yeah. we and I think we got Utah, Phoenix, but yeah, man, it's uh it's very very tough. All right, let's uh any other games you want to touch on before we start? We we play a little game. Three things you love, one thing you hate about your favorite NBA players. Any other games you want to go through? You want to touch on the Sixers going out and busting up Miami without Embiid and Harden? I'm yeah. going to tell you this, man. It seems like that happens often. Big but guy they, goes out, and then they still win. Or yeah. like, It's kind of – I think the other team just comes in. They're not as serious. Because Tyrese Maxey got his shots back, too. And it and it gets a little – they're like, oh, no Embiid, James. Well, Harden was getting a lot of heat this weekend. From uh from the performance on Sunday night was that Sunday that uh see I, I didn't even catch it I was in Atlanta what yeah, happened wait, so what happened heavy ISO ball James Harden a lot of folks standing around and watching you know kind of like how he would play in Houston but he's not the same player that he was in Houston so oh that's what of, Edder was talking about yeah pounding the rock you know not moving not moving the offense the way that he should have been and Edder was saying yeah his teammates were looking at him like he was crazy <laughs> what do you guys want from James though like that's what I'm trying to figure out. Because I, I, I'll say this, man. When like we saw, we talked about it last week. When he's passing too much, we're like, "Hey, man, what the fuck going on? Stop kicking it to George Niang and go get a basket." Like, why? Why are we feeding? Why are we feeding uh, Niang and not going to get a layup? And then when right. he does do that, it's like an issue. So, this is the guy. This is who he is. Yeah. Just get. Make sure you get the ball to Embiid. That's what you. That's all you got. That's make. that's the whole offense. Get the get ball to Embiid, Embiid. And, let, and let Joel do his thing. No, I mean, no. I'm still not. I'm still not worried about them come playoff time. But I do. I, I'm still sticking hard on my uh, on on uh, on Philly overall. No, on fucking Milwaukee. Milwaukee's gonna win the NBA championship. I think I got plus seven hundred right now. I already have them at plus eight hundred. I might. You're, uh, you're off Phoenix now. I have Phoenix too. So you think it's Phoenix, Milwaukee in the finals? I, yeah, I, think, I, I don't see any scenario in which it's not Phoenix and Milwaukee, and, I, and I'm struggling to see scenarios in which Milwaukee doesn't win the title. I got to do the math, but it's it's all Phoenix and Milwaukee. I have two on, I have one <laughs> on Phoenix. You got to crush the numbers? I have one on Phoenix and one on Milwaukee. <laughs> I need to figure out a way if there's some type of middle or something like that for me. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm really tempted. Like, yo, I'm really tempted to just, like, throw 500 on uh, Milwaukee and just, like, call it a day. And then and then hedge and then like the some, Eastern Conference Finals. I, I might there. not even hedge. I might just fucking ride this bitch out. No Kyrie is an issue. No Kyrie. That's the thing. Every team has an issue. Philly still needs to figure it out. No Kyrie. Who knows what's going to happen with, with the Nets? Like you're you banking said, on well, a lot of you shit. Said Milwaukee's just primed to just go again when the playoffs yeah, start. Yeah, for sure. They're ready to go. They're not figuring anything out. Yeah. And I think that um, look, man, Ben Simmons. I don't think he plays this year. And if he does play, uh, how you're going to take a dude whose men, mental has been questioned and drop him into playoff basketball with a with, with a with a fresh fresh off a back injury, right? A guy who is supposed to run your offense and play D, and you're going to throw him into playoff basketball. Like that's that's a lot in yeah. New York. It's a different. It's a different. It's a different league. Yeah, I don't see how. Yeah, I don't see how you bring him back. This and I haven't heard anything about him coming back. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Was he ever play basketball back. again? That back. 
That's well. Then that then that makes the Philly look getting off a dude with a bad back is past the physical though. Yeah, it, it is a little. It, it's interesting. It's though. been it's been a month and a half since the trade. Yeah, like with no with no playing time in sight. Yeah, he's just showing up with weak Louis jerseys and fucking. And whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to it. Three three things you love, one thing you hate. Let's start with Donovan Mitchell, Big Nick the Quick. Three things you love, one thing you hate about Donovan Mitchell. This could be about his game. This could be about Donovan Mitchell hitting you. <laughs> D-Mitchell. <laughs> D-Mitchell's hit you. All right. Three things you love, Donovan Mitchell first. It could be about his game, his persona, his attitude. Three things you love, one thing you hate about Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, uh, Donovan. I think when he gets going – there's very few players who can go in one of these like 50 for 50 type battles. Like you saw him do with Jamal Murray. Sure. So I love his heart. I love his heart. I love his ability to go out there and get 50. I love the mentality. You know, when he was in the bubble, he was absolutely hooping. So I love that. Um, so I heart, love, mentality. Yep. I love that when you look at this team, man, I understand that people look at the Utah Jazz as kind of like a machine and everybody kind of gets theirs. But dude, Donovan Mitchell is their number one offensive guys guy and there are nights where they absolutely need him to go off to win ball games right if the machine is is stagnant a little bit or not as oiled as it should be donovan mitchell is your bucket getter so i love that he's available for that and i love that he kind of plays that role and they allow him to play that role along with jordan clarkson um third thing i love about donovan mitchell seems like a pretty humble dude um doesn't say a lot but i know that he's unhappy in utah right it gets out kind of Oh, kind of beliefs the surface. He got the Russell Wilson shit. Yeah, but he's not out there, you know, causing problems in the media, talking shit, demanding trades inside the season. I do think he asked for a trade in the summer, but uh, he's not out there making it all about him, even though there are some problems there. It's clear that he does not fuck with Rudy Gobert. Very, 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 very clear. Um, One thing the, you don't like about what Donovan don't Mitchell. I like about Donovan Mitchell? Um, bit of a chucker. He can, he can, he can, he can, he can get a little shot happy from time to time. But again, I think that's a function of his role, right? So I don't know if there's anything I really don't like about him. He could obviously become a better defender, but yeah, not not as efficient. That's yeah. not as efficient as I would like my uh, my guys to be. But he's still young. Okay. Interesting. Three things you love. One thing you hate about. Who should I go with here? I got there's so many guys. Three things you love, one thing you hate, Luka Doncic. Oh man, Luka. One thing I love about Luka Doncic is I think that uh since they've brought over Dinwiddie, he has really stepped up his play. Um I don't think you can understate the friction that existed between him and Porzingis or just even Porzingis being on the floor and what that kind of took away from Dallas. Now they brought in Dinwiddie. They brought in your boy Bertans with the strap. Um, Brunson's still playing well. Luca is really running this thing, and he's taking that leadership role as far as on the court, and it's producing victories. Second so what thing, I, the first thing you like is just how he's handled himself since that trade and that team. 
Okay. I feel like he's taking much more of a leadership role and the team is winning ballgames. Second, he's a fucking hooper. That's the second thing I like. He's a fucking bucket. When he gets going, that dude will start cooking. He has the confidence to take all those shots. He loves going head-to-head with big players. If KD is in the building, he's going head-to-head. If James is in the building, he's going head-to-head. He looks forward to those matchups. He's um, not scared. And he's not scared I'll at all. I'll tell you that. That's one thing I love about him. He's not scared. He doesn't yep. care. He doesn't care who it is, what it is. What yep. time of the game it is. Yeah, I love third, it. Third thing I like about him is when you listen to him talk, he's very appreciative of the game. I heard him talking about Respects KD. Respects the game. Respects the game. Heard him talking about KD the other day on JJ Reddick's podcast, which is a great podcast. Check out the old man in the three. Um, talking about KD on on, <clears throat> on Reddick's podcast and just being like, man, he makes it look so easy. Like, But you know that that's time in the gym. Uh, and just kind of talking about the greats and the respect and all that. Um, <clears throat> so I think for a guy not from this country – Right to come to this country and pick up on some of the greats who have played here to me uh, lets me know he's a student of the game. He's involved and he's kind of looking for that type of greatness. Right, he's not just going out there doing his thing. The thing I hate is easy. It's easy. Get in shape, man. You know, I, I, I get in shape. You shouldn't have what the first half of the season was for you. And I get it. You did the Olympics and all that, but look, man, your job as a professional athlete is to play basketball, but it's also to be ready to play basketball. So you can have an off season. And wherever the hell you want to, Turks and Caicos, you want to go back to Slovakia and fucking eat pierogies, do whatever you got to do, bro. But <laughs> you need to you need to work out. You need to be in shape. It's not that hard, right? And, and the proof is all there. There's yet to be a guy who changed their body and got worse. Look at Embiid, right? Look at, look at, look at LeBron, who's been a master class in how to take care of your body. He's 37. He's dunking over folks last night like he's 25. You know, so that's the benefits of taking care of He can just your... look at himself. The first yeah. half of the year, he's out of shape. He's not that good. He starts to get in ball shape, and he's, he kills everybody. Yeah, and then but the thing is, he doesn't maintain it, though, because remember we talked about it, even the playoffs, he still gets gas. So it's yeah. like if he comes into a year, we don't, you don't need to come out here looking like fucking, uh, I don't know. Kawhi. Uh, Kawhi, but, like, come out here with some with just healthy. He yeah. looks so fat to start the year that it's like, yeah, man, that's just discouraging. So hopefully – you know, he, uh, he he figures that part out about it. But it will always hold him back because you can't you can't just ha- punt on the first half of the season because you're getting in shape. Doesn't work that way. All right. Three things you love about Jason Tatum. One thing you hate about Jason Tatum. The Celtics have been rolling. Yeah, Jason Tatum uh, is fully coming into himself. As far as a score, I think we always knew the talent was there. Remember, I was big on Tatum coming out the draft. Yeah, I said that dude. My pops, my pops yeah. was like, "Bro, I'm telling you, you're looking at a, a, a true ball player." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a 20, 20 point per game score, easy. So I love that he has uh, he has taken his game to the next level this year. You know what I love about it? I love that it seems that they figured out the friction between him and Jalen Brown. Right? It was a lot of uh, dueling pianos before your turn, my turn. We're not really playing together. Any of that, it seems like Tatum has kind of ascended to that true number one, whereas Brown is there to support him. And they've kind of figured that out. Yeah, it was almost like Tatum would go look at the 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 box, the the sheet, the box score. And if Brown had more shots, he would go out and get like make sure he ended the game with that didn't matter. Like exactly. Bro, Brown's got 18 shots and I have 13. I got to get eight more shots up. So like I can end the game, like no matter what it was, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's a good point. Another thing I love about Tatum is from a pure skill standpoint, the, uh, the, the footwork, 
right? Footwork is crazy elite as far as him moving around the floor, getting where he needs to go, jab steps, things of that nature. Um, and he's able to use that to hit jumpers, to get to the basket. Um, so I love that. I just love his overall game and how developed it is as a scorer because he's not just out there running and shooting. He's he's trying to beat you with moves and different ball skills the that he's uh, that he's there, developed. Yeah. yeah, the footwork is crazy. Um, third thing I love, the offensive explosions. You know what I mean? When yeah, they need it, go going for 50, going for 60, having that confidence to do it. He has a good feel for the moment. Like, he knows when it's like, yo, this is my time, yeah. right? Where I think that it's, that's a tough thing for a young player. Tatum's only 23, 24 years old, right? It's one of these guys you think has been in the league forever. He's only 23, 24. Um, so just kind of have that feel for the moment as a young guy. I absolutely love it. One thing uh, I'll add on that is one thing I like about him. He's very calm. His demeanor. Yeah. Very calm in control confident no matter what he's got going on like last night he was 11 of 19 from the floor he had yep. 36 yep. very calm and he, it, 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 he doesn't waver too too much when he's either when he's shooting it really well or when he's not so yeah i'll, I'll put his demeanor in there as well yeah and uh the thing that i don't like and he has improved on it this year but i think the thing that takes him to the next level um is to get into the line more so this, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, this year he's getting aligned 6.2 times per game, which is a career high for him. But you know, last year it was five, five, year before that it was four, year before that it was three. So he's what um, hey, but that's a good trajectory, though. You know what I mean? He's getting up, right? Yeah. And I call I call this the Jimmy Butler, I can't get a bucket, but I can get a bucket mentality. <laughs> There's signs look, Jimmy, and lot of Jimmy's like lack of skill. Well, when I say skill, like Jimmy Butler's not as skilled as Jason Tatum. Yeah. But there's times where I just Jimmy just goes to the line. Just like, lives go at get, the line. Go live at the line, man. If I if I drive to the basket, I am most likely gonna get fouled and I'm gonna convert my foul my free throws. And Tatum, if you look at him, Tatum is a 86%, 87% free throw shooter. So find more ways to get at the line. That's it. And I, I think sometimes he falls in love with his jump shot. Which is why Tatum can go one for seventeen. It has happened. You can go pull up the stat, stat sheets. He's had one for seventeens, two for sixteen type games. Um, so I think he just needs to figure out a way to get to the line more and start drawing that contact and make that a threat on your game. And that's kind of that last level right there. Like if he can get to the line consistently, you know, you take a guy who's averaging twenty-seven points per game, and that's how he becomes a thirty points per game scorer without getting in the way of the offense. You know what I mean? So get to the line. You're already a good enough free throw shooter. I like the trajectory. Um, but a guy like him should be getting the line seven, eight times a game. Yeah. You know, seven, eight and eight, a half. Seven, seven he, yeah. Like if you look scoring, at like he'd be scoring 32 a night. Yeah. Butler gets to the line eight times a game. Yeah. Nine, nine times a game. Like those extra three free throws. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a difference. Not to mention you put the other team the bonus. Right. I like it. All right. Let's do one more. We'll get up out of here. Three things you love, one thing you hate, Trey Young, Atlanta Hawks. The mentality. Love it. Love it. Um, I'd rather have an overly confident guy than a guy who's unsure of himself. And Trey walks into the garden and holds his nuts, talks shit. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Doesn't and, and embrace like truly embraces being a villain. Like some people act like they like being a villain, but inside, you know, they go home and they cry about it. Yeah. Trey loves that shit. He probably has a Knicks poster on his wall. Um, like he's just that type of guy. Yeah. So I fucking I love it. Um, I love how hard he plays. You don't see Trey out there dogging, right? I know he sucks on D, 
but he's always in the game. He's always getting hype, man. He's always trying to do something. He's always he's just he's just a fierce competitor. I like that. Um, and from his game, <sighs> kind of when he wants to, he can run the show and get people involved. I think he still averages eight, nine, ten assists a game. Um, so he he can get you involved. He has the ability to do that. He yeah, has the ability. Yeah, he has the ability to make his teammates better when he's not overly pounding the ball. But it's kind of like Luca, um, in the sense where a lot of these possessions just end with him shooting it. Um, so I mean, obviously Atlanta has been one of the most up and down teams this year. I think they're yeah one six to ten right now in that ten spot right outside of that plan. But look, man, they go as far as Trey takes them, and that's just kind of how that team is built. So thing that I don't like is uh. It's hard to ask him to do it because he's so small. But, man, do something on defense. Like, there's times where it's just like he's not even engaged in D. Yeah. He's Um, like, he might as well be at half court. Yeah, he might as well be at half court. Like, yo, do something. You could be a little dude. Be be pesky. You know, like, keep keep trying to steal the ball. You know, play the pass. Hold on. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, something like that. You know, just become kind of an irritant. You're not going to be able to body anybody, but you can use your athleticism and your speed and your quick hands to kind of, like you said, yeah, play the passing lanes, be irritating, do the little, you know, that type stuff. But, yeah. Any uh, Anybody else you want to you wanna give three things, that, three things you love, three, one thing you hate before we get out of here? Man, Giannis, so Sean, whoever. Sean, Sean's been watching some league pass. I got something. How about the – how many have you watched a good amount of Timberwolves? I've watched maybe three or four games all year. Give me, give me two things you love and one thing you hate about the Timberwolves. The I, two things I love is the free flow. They just go. They, whatever, whoever got the ball in the spot, they're just trying to put it in the basket. And it looks like they, yeah, they just have fun pushing the rock and they got the personnel to push the rock. That's what they want to do. And that's always fun to watch. Sometimes when you come across different teams or different, they're like, put it like, for example, Dallas is fun to watch. Because of Luka and the fourth quarter. They play so many close games that are grinded out games, and Luka's going crazy in the fourth. There's stretches in the first three quarters where I'm like, man, this is whack ass. It's tough ball. to watch. It's so slow. Luka, Luka pounds is the just, ball. Yeah, Luka is just pounding the rock, coming down. Jalen Brunson is shooting an elbow jumper with five seconds left on the shot clock. And four possessions in a row. <laughs> yeah. So, like – Okay, but so yeah, I like how I like how Minnesota gets out and runs with it. I like a lot of their players, man. I like Pat Beth. Say what you want. I think he's fun to watch. He's he been makes, huge for them. Yeah, he makes things exciting. So I like Pat Bev. Cat's a fun big man to watch. So I like their personnel. Ant Man is Ant Man. Super exciting guy. dude. So I like I like uh I like those two things about Minnesota. The one thing I don't like about Minnesota is I don't know if they're almost just out there with no direction. It seems they're hooping. <laughs> yeah, they're just like I don't know if they have a real plan on you know what's going on and, and what they want to score do. the opponent. Yeah, if if it, if it gets to like them in like a playoff series would be really interesting. Like when I shit don't gets know. tight and slows down. Yeah, exactly. Like in the half court, it's like I don't know, man. So yeah. So, but yeah, that's the one thing I'll say I don't like, but they're fun to watch. And um, 
I just I'm ready for the playoffs, man. It's gonna be yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna be fucking awesome. This is gonna be epic. The the odds are gonna be jumping back and forth every other day. It's gonna be teams go down two one. You're gonna be able to get some value on a team that could definitely that has a lot of potential to come back and win four, three, and seven or six, win four in a row. So I'm ready for the playoffs to start. I'm excited. Shout out our guy Danny Polska from Poland. What's up, baby? Bear down. Cody P is always was good. What are you um, about to say? I was gonna say. So do you with, with the way the playoffs are shaking out? Do you, do you love the plan? Do you think this is now working how they intended it to? One hundred percent. Yeah, the right. Plan, like, this the, is very intriguing. The plan is the fucking the the thir- the Thursday of the tournament. Yeah. What a great <laughs> like, idea! What a, yeah, it's you know, a people try to hate on it when Silver came out with it. It's like no, this is a fucking great idea. Yeah, you don't want to play in the play and get top six. Yeah, when LeBron was like, whoever came up with this needs to be fired. It's like because yeah, you're like, fucking because you're eight. about to play in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that game they produced? Was that the uh, the Lakers Warriors? Lakers, Lakers Warriors. Yeah, it was fucking yeah, awesome. It was awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. What, 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 are we, what are we talking about? Yeah. Here? Exactly. So yeah. No, I'm looking forward hey. to the and especially because in the East there's. I think sometimes, like especially in baseball, where you come across this spot where there are teams that have no business having a chance to be in the playoffs. And yeah. for a spot like the East and the NBA, a lot of these guys like are legitimate good teams and could make some noise in the playoffs. So Charlotte, like, yeah. Dude, Denver. Yeah. Like, I would love to see those guys have a shot Min- to get in the Minnesota's playoffs. gonna be yeah. the play in, yeah, I guess. Exactly. Like yeah. even like Brooklyn. Yeah. Might have to deal right, with it. Right now, your your East playoff is Toronto, Brooklyn, Charlotte, and Atlanta. Like, and those it, are all fun teams, and they're yeah. all teams that could, like, make a little bit of noise in the playoffs. And in the West, it's Minnesota, Clippers, Lakers, Pels. Yeah. The, the Pel- yeah, yes. By the way, the, Pel- the Pelicans announced that Zion Williams is done is not coming, is not returning this year, if, if, in case anybody was wondering. Yeah. Um, we could talk. <laughs> That's a... I think that's a really interesting situation. I think the Dame Lillard thing is a really interesting situation because Dame just He's healthy. What like what's going on? Yeah, he said his rehab is going great. I'm not coming back. Yeah, but that's what I mean. That was the, like, that was the headline yesterday. Dame's rehab's little uh rehab is progressing great. Blazers star won't return this year. Yeah, it's like okay. I thought he was Word. addicted to the grind. Yeah. <laughs> You, you want to grind out these last 12 games? Yeah, so that's interesting. The Nick is on record saying he wouldn't give Zion a deal. No. But when Zion was playing, he was a monster. When? But here's the thing, man. Like, so this dude. I, do you put a stipulation? Do you put, like, a weight limit on I don't know shit? if we've ever seen anything like this, dude. Like, do like, you look, put a weight? Like, hey, man, I need you at this number by this date. And if not, so, then it's one thing to get to to play at a place for four or five years and then decide this ain't for me and try to do everything you can to get out. Buddy was there for like 30 days before he decided that he didn't want to be. I mean, I think he got drafted and decided he didn't want to be there because it wasn't New York. You remember what I and said. And it's just bro. tanked it the entire time. Like that, and I get it, man. Like usually I'm in support of like trying to get your way Has out. He tanked it the entire time though, or he's, is he just he's, a young kid that ate, him, ate too much? 400 pounds and then broke his foot 400 and doesn't have the discipline to get back in shape to go back and play these teams are multi-million dollar organizations that have everything at your fingertips if zion needs someone to come to the house and cook for him they'll do it if zion needs someone to grocery shop for him they'll do it if zion needs a trainer show up to the house they'll do it but you gotta ask or you gotta do it 
it is hard to get that big. Like we're talking about Luca being out of shape, but not Luca gaining weight. You know what I mean? Just losing definition. Zion keeps gaining weight. How are you doing a sport that actively requires cardio and running around and agility and all that? And you're gaining pounds in the tents. Are we over? <laughs> like it's are, hard. Are we overthinking it? Is it just like he's out of shape? He's eating too much, and that no. is what it is. Maybe you, you could you could spend the next thirty days not doing shit, and you wouldn't gain fucking ten. It, it, it'd be hard for you to gain ten pounds. You might look like shit, but to pick up ten pounds, and you're talking yeah. about a dude who was what like three fifty before, and now he's at four hundred. Is he four hundred pounds? Is that real? Folks was four hundred pounds. You see that? You seen him? The Mountain Dude joint. Yeah, and then you saw him when he was at the stadium. He was. He looked terrible. He looked terrible. He's just gotta. And I and, and and don't get it twisted. I want Buddy to get back right. Absolutely. I need him in the league. He's an all star if he's back right. But act like but a professional. It's an interesting spot, man. Where you you're so these are like the these are the years where you could you're supposed to be playing eighty two. Yeah. <laughs> like forget about it. this these are the years you're supposed to be playing 82 like well and then the shit came out like you know cj cj mccollum gets traded to the team and zion never called him and like yeah, jj put him on blast on that well but cj mccollum is the nba players association president this isn't like a regular dude coming into your team like that's irrelevant NBA. though it's relevant in the sense a that new that's guy that's person. gonna start on your team you should probably holler at him. Oh, yeah well yeah forget, but then you forget st- if he's the, the but then the, you start adding his credentials that new guy is cj mccollum who's been in the league a long time well respect the guy in the league and oh guess what he's also the players association president probably someone who you want to have a relationship with because maybe this new orleans shit ends in a grievance one day and you need cj on your side sure. who knows but sure. i just think the zion situation is bizarre and like it's another one of those times, man. It's like you think the number one is a surefire, and then the, the, that number two pick is the one. The Hall of Fame. Shout out KD. <laughs> shout out KD over Greg Oden. Shout out John Morant. Yeah. yeah shout out John that. Morant. So hey, also Cody. Yes, I thought it was just my TV. That college ball is orange as shit. Yeah, the new. I'm one, over here. And, I'm adjusting my TV. Like, yo, bro, why? Did, it looks like a fucking fireball. It looked it look like yeah NBA Jam style. Yeah, NBA. You can buy a bucket. Soon, <laughs> soon as I saw the play, and I was watching Indiana Wyoming, and I saw the rock. I'm like, this rock looks like a. It look, look, you know what it looks like? The rubber ball, like you play yeah. with at the park. Yeah, that's the bottom, what it looks like. The bottom yeah. joint, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right, we'll leave it there. No catch us, Sports Talk via Chicago, man. Make sure you subscribe. Tell the homies anywhere. You know the deal. YouTube, iTunes, Spotify. We're all over the place. For Big Nick the Quick, I am your host, Sean Little. No catch us, Sports Talk via Chicago. See y'all next week.